Hi, brother. Hey, all 40. That's, did you drink that whole thing today? I drink more than this every day. You do? Yeah, the same nothing but 90, what, 98, well, 128 ounces of gallon. You drink a gallon of water every day? Uh, I wake huh? up at 520 in the morning. But do you drink a gallon of water every day? Look, look what time that is. It's not even 9 o'clock yet. It's supposed to be done at 9 o'clock. Hold on, 5, 7, 8, 9. I'm already past, I'm already done. And I haven't had dinner yet. Had my last snack of the day just now. Just got out the gym. And um, then I'm about to do, I do dinner in about another hour and a half. I'm really impressed about the water thing. I have that's, a water problem. That's like, why I, I lost, might drink. Huh? That's why I lost 20 pounds. Because I got fat in quarantine. You lost 20 pounds in quarantine? Yeah, because I got fat. I was I was at, at, the, at the beginning of the quarantine. I had got up to like 198. Oh, wow. I'm getting fat. I'm eating chips right now. Yeah, you got a little armpit fat going on. Don't say that. I've always had armpit fat. You what? Excuse me? Don't fat shame my armpits. You can do something to lose that, though. No, you can't. Mm -hmm. it's, it's hereditary. Surgery. That's skin. Surgery. I'm not getting no surgery on my armpits. Your phone went out. That's what you get for talking bad about your What's sister. What's wrong with surgery? I'm not getting surgery on my armpits. I don't mind them. What's wrong with surgery? I don't want to get surgery that's on my armpits. That's some expensive armpit. ass potato chips. Um, that's, some potato, that's some expensive potato chips. Kenya Barris and Terry. I think Kenya Barris and Tyler Perry was eating those on black as fuck. No, they weren't. That's is a like a tan bag. I saw that. Nice try. Oh. You want to do a devotional? I feel like we need a devotional because we've been fighting for three oh, days. Oh, I had a bomb devotional. Hold on. Yeah, let me go get it. Hold on. Hold on. Let me go get it. Hold on. That's why you have a typo, Van, you jackass. Don't come in here trolling. Let me go. Now devotional, too. Now, nah, my devotional fire today. What is that? Hold on. I got to find it. This is a book. This is a book uh, one of my other sisters, Alicia Renee, got me. Alicia, shout out to Alicia. It's a, it's actually it's called Instinct: The Power to Unleash Your Inborn Drive. Daily. That's TD Jakes, ain't that TD Jakes? It's, def it's definitely TD Jakes. Man, why one. didn't I mark the page, man? Hold on. Oh, I got it. Nope, I got it. No, I don't have it. Hold on. God damn it, man! This shit was so good today too. Lord, this ain't it. God damn, I feel so bad now because I can't find it. I'm gonna find it at some point. Go ahead, go with yours first. Um, I was trying to find something. I oh, I did mark it, but go ahead, still go with yours because my fire. So I want you to go first. Um. Okay, I was gonna do something slick, but I won't be slick. You got to pick a card. You have rest and balance, curiosity and joy, insight and awareness, or kindness. So mindfulness? Huh? What? I ain't say nothing. I said I ain't you, say nothing. I said pick a card. You can you have rest and balance. Oh, um, the kindness is the one I feel like you need. You need to be kind. Why you think I why you be thinking I'm not kind? Sometimes you're not kind. Sometimes you're mean. 
Huh? You said what? What's wrong with your phone? Nothing. I heard what you said. I just acted like I didn't. You said, <laughs> you said sometimes I'm mean. I'm not yeah. mean. I don't okay, well, pick a card. You can pick kindness. Only people that think I'm mean is my, my beige friends. Okay. Kindness, that's me right there. Kindness, insight and awareness, curiosity and joy are rest and balance. Um, insight and awareness. Okay. Struggling because I was eating chips, not trying to touch the card with the chip fingers. Your armpit fat jiggling. Shut up. Take a bigger view. Take a bigger view. There's always a bigger view. Whatever the situations and challenges we are facing, there's always a frame of reference that can provide us with some perspective. In a mindfulness practice, the always accessible bigger view is our ability to just be aware, to know. Next time you find, get out your ear. Next time you find a difficult emotion arising in your mind, bring your awareness to that experience. The part of yourself that knows the difficult emotion is not itself difficult. If you practice taking the bigger view, the more space you'll give yourself to deal with challenges as they arise. I agree. Take a bigger view. I agree. Somebody on here said that you're always bullying light skins. It's not my fault. Y'all are kind of made to be bullied. I'm going to take that one line and put it <laughs> over a track <laughs> with the beige thing and see how that goes for you. Alright, listen, here's my... Debate. I had my daddy on here earlier. For real? It was hard to get him on here. Here's my devotional, right? God will supply. Uh, and, and, and it's based off Philippians, 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 yeah. Felipe, Felipe Child 419. Philippians says, 419 that says, I press Torah, the mark, the that's not what it, it says. Oh. It says, <laughs> and my God, and my God will meet all your needs according to the riches and of my God glory in Christ Jesus. All your needs according to his riches and glory. Now, uh, Bishop T.D. Jake says, your instincts are more resourceful, resilient, and responsive than you probably realize. And when ideas hang out with influence, income will always emerge. Most people don't pursue their creative out-of-the-box ideas for fear of the investment, but a great idea can attract investors. Relationships are our greatest resource, but those relationships must cross-pollinate beyond the familiar. You must not limit yourself. You can't be surrounded with monolithic relationships and fully tap into your potential. Ooh. Scripture confirms that God will supply all of our needs. In faith, we can use instinct to begin the path and start the journey toward a fulfilling life with the expectation that God will send the right people with the various resources we need. God will supply your need. Hold on a little bit more, a little bit more. When you have an instinctive idea, it will die in the crib if you don't assemble a team around it that has similar instincts, but diverse perspectives of influence yes. and contribution. The best way to kill your instincts is to surround yourself with only practical people who never take the voyage beyond what, that, what the empirical data states. Mm -hmm. If you only move based on data, you will only regurgitate old democratic ideas. Refer to the data and heed its wisdom when feasible, 
But sooner or later, all inventors and most investors must grind themselves in their instincts. And when creative instincts emerge, resources will eventually catch up. Usually the information has to play catch up with the inclination. You aren't one bank loan away from a million dollars, but you are one creative idea from a million dollars. When circumstances seem to hold you hostage, your instincts pay the ransom. That's exactly what you need. Show up. God will supply. God all. will supply. Did he say all. some or did he say all? You said what? Did he say some or did he say all? Supply some all what? Lord, you didn't you just, you so didn't go to Pentecostal church. I said, did, <laughs> did you say did you say some? Did it say some or did it say all? I don't remember reading anything about some's or y'all's. Said some or all. Some or all. It says all your needs. But that's and I love this devotional book because at the end, uh, he always gives a little prayer that to say after you read it. So awesome, Lord, I thank you for always providing exactly what I need. Forgive me for doubting and help me step out on faith and anticipate you meeting my needs. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. That's, a good That's very important, man. You know, um, we live in a very uh, data-driven world, you know, and, you know, data is good, but nothing beats straight-up instinct, you know? That's why, even though we're speaking from a, a, a smartphone right now, sometimes you really have to disconnect and just get in tune with your spirit and really sit your ass down and see what God is trying to tell you and block out all the noise. Yeah. You, know, you can't there's certain things you can't call nobody on and be like, yo, so what do you think of this? And even if you do, they can only give you a perspective, right? But at the end of the day, you have to move the way your spirit tells you to move. Yeah. You know what somebody, I mean? Somebody somebody said on here, um, data data has discrepancies and anomalies. And I think that is so sorry, I almost spit my chip out. It's so important. So important. Data, data, what has discrepancies and anomalies, meaning that data might tell a story, but it's only a part of the story, right? And there are some yes. things where you know, you, um, it, it, and by the way, data collectors sometimes collect data based on the story they're trying to tell, so it's not all the way, um, accurate in terms of just blatant facts, it still is a perspective, absolutely. I can say my instincts have never steered me wrong, though. It's mm -hmm. been the times that I didn't listen to my instincts. I didn't listen to my spirit when things uh, didn't go right. Yeah. That is a um, fact. I definitely, definitely um, can agree with that discernment. <laughs> Van is in here going, oh, Van said, Dad had told us that we would win in 2016. <laughs> we did win in 2016. Oh, stop. Stop, 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 Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Who's president? I know, because we have an electoral college that counts you as three-fifths. Okay, so we can't say, I mean, I get what you're saying, but that's, that's you know. So, if, so just based on what a poll does, I don't even know why we're getting into this, but just based on what a poll does, they poll individual votes. Those are the popular votes. They don't pull the electoral college. So the poll wasn't right. See, right now you're relying on data. It's the truth. Because, no, the truth is Hillary's not the president. She's not. But she won the popular vote. Anyway. What do you, you get from being first runner <laughs> in a presidential election? A book deal. There you go. Yeah. And a hell of a Hulu series. A wow. That Hulu series is the truth. Anyway. 
Um, okay, so I wanted to share this with you today. Who's my guy, DJ Clark Kent? What's up, King? Oh, DJ Clark Kent, I love him. He's fantastic. Legend. Whole legend. I sent this to you before we got on. Yes, I haven't gotten a chance to read it. Tell, now, tell, explain to the people what that is, because they're going to think that's something. I am. Uh, they're going to think that's something you and Puff put together in the past seven days. <laughs> really? That's what you're doing? <laughs> so you guys, what's so incredible about this is um, in Gary, Indiana, in 1972, there was a convening of Black people. There were Black delegates who were um, sought after in every state in the union. So out of all 50 states, they all came together and developed something called this Black political agenda. Um, shout out to Amiri Baraka, who is Raj Baraka's father, may he rest in power, who was um, a key um, uh, a key um, coordinator of this, the co-chairman with Congressman Charles Diggs, who's one of the co-founders of the CBC, the Congressional Black Caucus. Okay. And they came out with this incredible document. The sad part about this is that we've not had one of these since 1972. There's and never so, been a national black political agenda since 72? Not since 1972. Okay, so but on it, explain this to me. What's the difference between a national black agenda and just like, um, I don't know, an agenda somebody crafts, like like like, like Alicia with Black Futures Lab? Like what's the Alicia? So with Alicia's plan, um, that's really a fair point, right? Like I think that hers um, would certainly rise to the standard of, of being a national black political agenda. I think the difference here is this was this came out of a convention. So black there were delegates, two delegates from each state in the union, all black folks who came together and voted on this. So I would say that is one thing. We haven't had a convening like that since 1972 and not one that we voted on since 1972. I don't believe that we've had an agenda informed by 30,000 plus black people like with Alicia's ever. Right. And what, and, what, what year was that? 72? Yeah, 1972. May 6th, so actually. This was ratified May 6th, so this is the 48th anniversary. So I'm assuming it's a lot of civil rights stuff in there. Yep. So, But 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 probably a lot of stuff that we still haven't received and still fighting well, for right Civil now. rights are still an issue, too, right, to this day, right? Whether we're talking about voting rights or housing or economic justice, all of those things are civil rights. Um. Wow, that's so powerful. Final review and ratification, Greensboro, North Carolina, 1972. Read, read, that, read that one paragraph you read. Oh, yes. It was I will. Barred. It was a paragraph. It really is barred. Let me find it. Model pledge for black delegates. They have to have to look in the appendix. I'm going to that now. Um, one second. Outline for community self-determination. What I love about this, Leonard, if you go to these, like the back section, the appendix, they have these, I will, I will not, you see them? Mm -hmm. And the candidates who are seeking our support for office had to check these off. It's basically like, like, like a, um. Oh, you mean demands? Yes. Demands. And they had to like, and like check the box, either I will or I will not. And if oh, they you, would not, guess what? Oh, so you're telling me that they used to actually ask the Democrats to do things for them? I know. And Republicans. Oh, wow. That's the independence. I didn't that's such a foreign concept. Imagine them requiring something for their vote. You're you know you're you're spoiling it because that's what you asked me to read. Why can't I that's find it? Hmm? Yes, I definitely want you to read that, Paul, because that's 1972. 1972. 
and I always tell people, you know, um, all you got to do sometimes is go back and study history to realize what, you should, be asking, realize what you should be asking for today. Yeah. I don't know why I'm having such a hard time finding this, but I'm going to get to it. Keep talking. Because the devil busy. The devil is very busy. That's all. World development. Turner. International policy. You're supposed to have that highlighted. Somebody said Biden's black agenda is BS. TJ1K, he said it's not genuine. He's just finessing to get the black vote. We were debating that before you got on. Well, I tried to debate it, but the problem is the person I clicked on hadn't read the thing. He said, I heard about it. I said, what did you hear? Well, I think Shout out to Montez from Baltimore. The best thing I heard about it was that it's a, uh, what they call it, a living, um, a living, a living, a living document. Which means it needs to be edited. Absolutely. Living documents can always be changed. It's like, it's like, it's like albums on goddamn title. Oh, I found it. I just ran into it. Dan K went to Charlotte like he'd been in quarantine for three years. Wow. That's not a nice thing to say. It's been a while. It's been about six Okay, days you ready for this? Yes. Action. Seekers. American politics. Okay, he's gone. Let's try that again. Did his phone die? Let's try this again. Not sure what happened. I'm not sure what happened to y'all's little friend. To y'all's little friend, he just dropped off. It says waiting, but he's not going. Oh, there you go. The what white I- devil. The white devil is so busy. Nope, that's your cricket boost mobile phone that's busy. That's the, that's all the devil. That's all the white man. White man created all this shit. You think y'all be he acting like he's not? You act like he's not paying attention to everything that we saying. Do you know who created the phone for real? Which phone? The first phone. There's a big difference between the dial-up rotary phone and the goddamn smartphone that you on now. Okay. <laughs> anyway, do you want to hear this or not? Yes. American politics is not now, nor has it ever been truly accountable to Black people. So there is no longer any logical or historical reason for Black people to support political office holders and seekers who do not, as a fundamental requirement utilize their office in behalf of our interests. The problems that we face are concrete and sufficient. Are you listening or rubbing your beard? I'm listening. I've read this a million times. Okay, that's true. Okay, the problems that we face are concrete and sufficient. They require specific redress. Our Our support now and in the future can only be given to those political office holders and seekers who support these specific, what? Demands. Now, what year was that? 1972. It's the 48th anniversary of the ratification of the... Now, for the past year, I've been damn near... For the past year, I've been damn near killing myself pronouncing on the radio, national syndicated radio. You said Pacific? Could you let me... This is difficult for me. Pronouncing specific on national radio, pronouncing specific on CNN and MSNBC, been killing myself just to simply say... There was a specific set of systemic circumstances that were implemented on black people that put us in certain situations. So we need a specific set of systemic legislation that will help us get out. Been saying that for goddamn 365 fucking days since this campaign started. Okay, and they were saying that in 1972. And people act like it's a goddamn problem to simply ask a Democratic candidate, the people that we give 90 percent of our vote to, for something. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? And you know why I can't pronounce Pacific? Because my ancestors want me to continue to say Pacific. No, okay? they don't. 
Yes, they do. No, they don't. They don't they want, want you to say. say they want unless me to you're say talking about the ocean. They don't want you to say that. That's what. It, that's what I'm talking about. They want me to remind you, white people. Okay, you white politicians, how the fuck we got here? All right. It wasn't the Pacific Ocean. It was the Atlantic. The, Atlantic. the transatlantic. It don't matter. You got to let me go with this. Okay. It doesn't matter. We know it was the Atlantic. I'm saying it was the Pacific. Don't matter. They don't know either. They just know we got here on some goddamn water. Okay. So just let me get this point out. And they would never defend that because I'm talking about slavery. All right. And the only person that would correct me would be a nigga. All right. White people would never correct me if I'm sitting there talking about goddamn slavery and how we got here. All I'm saying is there was a specific set of circumstances that put us in these positions. And it's going to take a specific set of circumstances to get us to fuck out. And it pains me that our people have been asking for that since 19 goddamn 72. Well, actually, before that. You know, I was saying that with Ballad to the Bullet in 60. But I told you that this was the last time. I didn't tell you this was the only time. And I just want to emphasize to you that there's nothing worse than someone who has a powerful argument that has factual challenges. Factual in 2020. Is your president what? factual? Huh? Factual. That's what's wrong with y'all. Y'all still dealing with facts in 2020. Yeah, I'm going to always deal with facts. Not me. I thought there was another um, statement in here. That's what I was looking for. You see Bernie Sanders is back on the New York ballot? That's fine. This is a joke. What's a joke? What's a joke, oh, Angela Rye? Primary season is ridiculous. The fact it should be over. It's still primary season? I guess. You said, what's the name back on the ballot? Oh, he is back on the ballot. Um. Oh, I like this. You want to hear this? Because they had an action agenda for for political office seekers. I didn't see this one. We should talk about what's our responsibility. You want to hear this? Talk to me. It is clear. You haven't heard this one, so stop scratching your beard. It is clear that officials can only deal with a portion of the problems which face us as Black people. The remainder of the task falls to us acting as political units, as community organizations, and as committed persons. We advance these programmatic ideas with no real notion that white politics can endorse their direction. That is up to us. These ideas and the many thousands more that will arise from the specific conditions of our people are the evolving power, hope, and future of the national black political agenda. For them to be real, we must organize to demand them, not as temporary protest or pressure group faction, but as a new political force in American life whose time has come. We recommend that each state convention and each local convention seek to implement this agenda by every means necessary. Sound a little familiar? This will mean that each local or state convention must clearly define its responsibilities and establish subcommittees or standing committees to assure that the collective Black will is carried out. The collective Black will. I feel like I feel like collective black will is what has black people, you know, in the position that we are now, meaning that, you know, we, we climbed out of our circumstances ourselves. You know what I mean? Like when you talk about a, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm reading into this wrong, but when you talk about a will, I think of like a will to win, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that will that Michael Jordan had, that will that Michael, that Kobe Bryant had. Like we as black people have always had that will. That's why we've been able to rise the way that we've been able to rise. Since slavery, since segregation, you know, even with, you know, all of the 
the, the, the obstacles that are in our motherfucking way. So imagine if we had, um, we had those promises that the, the constitution says we should have, or those promises that are, our elected officials said they would do for us. Imagine if we had those resources as well as our own. Yeah. Imagine what we, where we would be. By the way, they know that, though. And I think that part of our challenge is, because um, I kept I kept thinking about this all this week. Like, you know, we, we talk about this stuff all the time. And I've just been like, one, why is this so hard? Like, even as just a concept for people to, to discuss, why is it so hard? And then two, I kept wrestling with the fact and you have some of my notes stuff for my book that I've been avoiding, but like wrestling with the concept of just like, why are we not ever able to even convene to talk about moving us forward? Because them crackers don't want us to go forward. But whatever it is, I'm just saying like there comes a time that we have to be responsible for shifting a mindset that tells us that we can't. To, that tells us that it's not possible or to, that tells us that we're not worthy. Right. And Nothing. I said, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Now I just want to say something to TLOMH. He said, no disrespect, but Charlotte ain't really the go-to guy on black issues. I'm cool. radio- oh, let me finish. He's a radio personality. No hate. Just saying, um, I will tell him to suck my dick. And the reason oh, I was telling him to suck my dick, no, listen, the reason I was telling him to suck my dick is because that's the problem where black people are not monolithic. I'm a black man from most corners. Wait a minute, but can you, can you, can you just say, let me just say this. First of all, that's not, like, who are you to dictate who can and cannot speak for black people? Now, well, suck, my dick you, mean, suck my dick means that's not. Okay, don't say that anymore. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is, and I'm not trying to censor you, but let me just say this. Lenard is not just a, um, like a some some dumb shock jock or whatever, however y'all have branded him. He's well read. He probably reads books than you and your mama. Number one. Number two. Like this is somebody who actually really thinks and cares deeply about the prog- progression of our people. So that's not cool. And I think that what I was at was so funny is the very thing that I was just questioning. Right? Like why is it so hard for us to do this? Is because we'll come into a conversation with ego and say. Like, oh, this person isn't qualified to do such and such. How dare you sit at the same table as me? Like, we start putting layers on people, like dictating if they have enough followers to say something, if they have enough education to say something, if they're in the right job. That is so ignorant, like truly ignorant. And I would challenge you to think beyond what is normal because normal has not served us, right? Like, why can't we shift beyond what has not worked for as well as we'd like? And that's not poo-pooing any movement. Like we needed them all to get to where we are, but now it's time for us to catapult into our real, um, what, what do I even want to call it? Like our real destiny. So don't come on here silencing my brother. I can argue with him, but come at his neck and you go. You, go ahead. you heard what my sister say. Now, nigga. I got so close, I paused the phone. What'd you say? No, it's just the truth, though. I mean, it's just weird, though, because I don't feel like I don't feel like there's no one person that speaks for all black people. I think that's what makes not just black people, but just people unique, all types of different perspectives. Like you're supposed to have a team. Like, imagine if like you got to explain this to black people in this way, not black people, just that yeah. nigga that left that comment. Right. Wu-Tang was Wu-Tang because it was nine different people. The Avengers are the Avengers because it's all types of different people, but they come together to form a team. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So what do you mean I can't? Well, tell me why I can't speak for black people. I speak just black shit. I'm black, nigga. The fuck is wrong with you? But also, 
You don't have That's to right. have any other qualification, right? Mm-hmm. Like for me, it's just like I don't like that because we're <laughs> what. Man so stupid. Man said Boosie speaks for us all. I fuck with Boosie. Boosie do speak for black people when he when Boosie speaks, he's a I look at that man as a black man from the South. I know brothers like him. I know where he's coming from. I know why he feels the way that he feels. You don't listen, you don't have to agree with him, but I understand where that brother is coming from. And guess what? That brother has a right to speak what's on his mind. Straight up. And guess what? Boosie has created Negro spirituals. I've seen I've I've seen people That's in New Orleans, I've seen people in New Orleans singing "fuck the police," you know. After another, what brother? What brother had got that is NWA. No, Boosie got a song called "Fuck the Police" too. Well, he took it from NWA. It, 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 what? What he are you took talking it from about? NWA. Everybody has a different perspective of why they feel like "fuck the police" sometime. Okay. All right. He took it from the best. He didn't coach. take it from nobody. It's hoods across America for years were saying "fuck the police" long before NWA made a song. Baton Rouge, man. There you when go. Who had got killed? Who had got killed in Baton? Who had got killed in Baton Rouge? Um, it was uh, um, Sterling. Austin Sterling. Yep. It was. It was Austin, Austin Sterling, Sterling, right? Yeah, I think it was Austin Sterling. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Austin Sterling, and they had they, they had a whole big. Uh, face off with the police playing Boosie fuck the police somebody said but you said he's black okay you guys I'm not going to defend this nonsense what you're not going to do on the thread that I'm on that I see is come at my brother's neck that's what, what you're not going to do huh what happened now somebody trying to defend the dude that had an opinion everybody got opinion he can have oh I know Kenny you're right I respect my way so far Huh? I respect everybody's opinion. I want everybody to express their freedom of speech. I don't respect everybody's opinion. No, but what you I, well, listen, I mean, I respect it, but I, I respect your right to say it. And and the thing I want gotta... opinions to be informed. And no, what you're no. not going to do, you, let me just say this: you don't have to have an opinion that de- if your opinion diminishes someone else, you ain't shit. How about that? That ain't true. Yes, your opinion should. Yeah. You should not. You don't have to diminish somebody else to make your point. Your point should you know, be strong enough on diminish. its own. Huh? You know how many people I've heard you diminish? Who? All them white men on CNN. I don't diminish, diminish their. I don't. I don't. I don't diminish their qualifications. Oh, oh, oh! I know who you diminished. Who? Amarosa. I don't diminish her qualifications. She don't got none. See what I'm. There you go. Okay. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Exactly. Here's my bottom line. I might be a hypocrite in this moment. I'm sorry, because I see what you did there. Smart move. But don't come at my brother's neck. That's the point. Now, let's it's, change the It's cool, though. But people got to remember when free, which freedom of speech comes up. Y'all must not know how I was raised. Did y'all not just see Eddie right on here? I don't play about the family. Move to Eddie. I love Eddie. But freedom of speech... You don't call is, him that. You call him Papa Rye. Papa Rye. Freedom of speech does not come without uh, freedom of consequences of that speech. So you might say something. You might say something and you can't tell people how to react. I didn't know I was going to tell that man suck my dick. Oh my I don't even God. talk like that. <laughs> I wish you would stop saying that. My only point is... I don't know. No, I don't, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. If, if, if there's one thing that, that really bothers me that I'm working on, because I try not to take things personal, bro, don't ever question me. I'm not me. doing good with that. Don't, don't, but don't ever question me about blackness, bro. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because you don't even you don't even take the risk or the chances that 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 I take. In no way, shape, or form. You know what? 
today must just not be my dad. I can't look at these comments because now somebody's in here telling me to calm down. Let me put these on delay so I don't see this. I might just leave these stuck right there. I don't want to see I tell it. you to calm down every day. I know. what That's different. I actually know you. I don't want anybody in here telling me to calm down. I'm not in the mood today. I'm really right. not. How do you how do you feel about the um the, the young brother who was murdered? Oh, you really trying to get me to a place. So, um, you know, first of all, let me say I'm frustrated with myself because I should have been said something publicly about this. Like I've known about it since the end of February. And um in my in what I was thinking was just like, you know, damn, how many more of these do we have to see? And it's just like, I'm so tired of turning someone who was a brother or a son or a husband or a sister or a daughter or whatever, a family member to us into a hashtag because some reckless white man or men was afraid, was ignorant was a vigilante. I'm just tired of it. And so I kind of turned, like my heart was hardened to the situation because I'm just like, I'm so tired of this. But I don't have the luxury, even with the the small platform I have, to be silent because I'm tired of it. That's not going to change anything. So I'm frustrated. You can't can't get numb to it. I'm so tired of it. You You can't get numb to it because, you know, you get what you demand. And you encourage what you tolerate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you if you just if you get numb to it and you know, you don't continue to press, you don't continue to fight, then nothing will ever change. I will That's say real. I wish that brother what's the brother the brother name was Ahmad, right? Ahmad Arbery, yeah. Ahmad Arbery. I wish that brother had a gun so he could have shot back. That's I heard what I you say that on Breakfast Club. You're goddamn right. We had Lee Merritt calling this morning. Yeah. You know, Lee Merritt is the lawyer representing the family. And you know, Lee Merritt was saying how the brother Fought to the death. Like they was like, yo, he 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 fought three white devils off him to the death. You know what I'm saying? So yes, I wish that brother had a gun and he could have shot back. I wish that somebody was driving by who saw what was going on and hopped out on some shit like Tupac did back in the day when he saw some people so saw somebody being assaulted and he shot, shot those people. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, I I like my two two A rights just like they do. You know what I'm saying? I like my Second Amendment rights just like them. So if you're going to pull a gun on me and try to take take my life and threaten my life, I pray that I have a gun uh, on me so I can protect myself from you. Simple as I just that. feel like, you know, and I hear that. I just am like, he sh- he had the right to, like, live his life, to be on a job, to be doing whatever it is that he was doing. You know, it's just I'm just I'm tired of that. And they, they, really, they really said that uh, the, the, the guy said the guy said he was trying to make a, a um, citizen's arrest. So man, he better sit at that. So so my thing is, can we make a citizen's arrest? Because yeah, but the the, we, the we circumstances the, the circumstances under for which there's a citizen arrest, like they didn't even meet those standards. But yeah, anybody can make a citizen's arrest if you meet certain a certain criteria. Yeah, I think that you got You have to have seen the crime, yeah, in progress. So like, yeah, okay, like you I, you're seeing it happen. Like it's actually happening, not suspected that it happened, not happened. You know, later, not that they, you think they're going to commit a crime. They're actually in the act. You catch them in the act. So we saw the crime on video. Nobody can go make a citizen's arrest on. You this. know what? You know what? They're justifying a citizen's arrest. His his crime 
was being black in America in a, um, a, con- a, a conservative, super racist area. And um, that was his crime. The fact that he had the nerve to be black in that area. And that is why they could justify a citizen's arrest and why they're still not arrested with no charges pressed months after they killed him. And the father is a DA. The father is a, a former DA. His father. Are you serious? Yeah, the white guy. I did uh, not know that. I can't. Somebody send me the guy's names. I love saying the murderer's names. I can't Trevor, remember. Is it Trevor or something? It's not Trevor. It's something it's McMichael. I know their last yeah. name is McMichael. But the guy is a form, the guy, the, the father is a former DA. Um, Glory Scar says, can black people truly strategize and converse publicly safely? No, we can't. Can I don't like what? I, 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 can we can we converse? Can we strategize and converse publicly safely? I don't know about the safely part. I just don't think we should have those conversations publicly. I think that we should strategize behind closed doors and then pop out with demands and, and what we want and address those publicly. That's what yeah. I that's what I believe. Travis, yeah. Travis is the son. Travis. Travis Michael, right? What's the daddy? What did I call George, him, Trevor? There you go. George, George McMichael. He's a former DA. If I'm they not said he's mistaken. a former cop. Is he a former cop or a former DA? I think he's a former DA. Or somebody saying he worked for the DA. Um, Either way, the problem is that several months later, they're still not arrested or charged. They said a former policeman. Well they, well, they lied. I mean, the, the first thing they lied about it. They said that he was uh, looking in people's windows, and they thought he was just a but burglar. But even if he was, even if he was looking in, in windows, what, how does that justify a murder? It doesn't. That's why I be using the word crackers and that's why i'm using the word white devils and all white people who happen to be allies and all white people who happen to you know be actual good people y'all need to start using those terms too y'all need to start using the terms to talk about the people who are who are agents of white supremacists and what do we call the black ones who participate in that blackers no they got to be called something else we call them uncle tom we call you know what my dad calls them Tom ass. Boy. That's what he calls Clarence. Tom ass. It's the truth, Tom though. Ass. But guess what? I got. I, I really feel like God punishes them worse, though. I really do. I feel like if you block for the devil, you know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta be careful who you blocking for. You know what I'm saying? Remember when Nipsey said, block for me, black man? You know they're trying to stretch me. When you block for them devils and you a black man, you get punished worse. Or a black woman, you get punished first. I'm yeah. telling you right now. I just, I don't understand the point of that. I don't understand why... Don't get in uh, our way. Why you want to get in our way when we try to when you try when people are trying to liberate everybody? Mm-hmm. You're trying to we're trying to liberate ourselves as a people. Ain't you one of us? At the end of the but day, no. But that's just it, right? It's like what what determines who's one of us? Like it has to be a shared value system. If you don't have a shared value system, then it doesn't matter what color you are. You are um, an agent of the enemy and a problem. Oh, I like that. Shared value system. You know why I like that? Because you can all have... Somebody said Negropian, like a European Negropian. <laughs> I like white man's nigga, like man said. White oh. man's nigga. I just saw a hop. That's why I looked that way. Anyway, what did you say? Hello? Are you there? Hello? You said what? Lenar, can you hear me? Yes, I can. You said something about values. What did you say about values? Can you values? hear me? You there? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. You said what shared you say about value value system. System. shared value system. I love the shared value system because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, right? You can have different. You back on your Boost Mobile internet? What? Can you hear me now? What'd you say? Can you hear me now? Hello. Yes, I can hear you now. Go. 
I said, you said shared value system. I like that right. because you said what? I oh, because shared value system, you don't have to um, have the same perspective. You don't even have the same way of doing things. That's Just right. As long as y'all all have that one shared value and you know what the end result y'all are, y'all are looking for is and you know what that goal is, that's all that matters at the end of the day. That's it. And I think that that's what I think we've been talking about, too, a lot this week is like keeping in mind what the end goal is. Can you hear me? Because your thing is on spin. Can you hear me? What's wrong with your phone? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Anyway, I was saying that um, the thing that you have to the thing that you have to remember is that at the end of the day, whatever the end goal is that you come, you're all reaching um, that common goal together. And you're saying, I'm not going to lose track of this big picture thing so that and, and focus on each little detail. We are we might disagree on each little detail, but if our um, common agenda is this particular end goal, we're good. We're going to get there. Absolutely. Might take That's different approaches, question. but we're going to get there. This is a good question. TJ1K said again, he said, Angela, if Trump were to have had those guys arrested in jail for what they did, would the black community then be on his side? What guys? The, the two white devil crackers that killed Ahmad. Um, for me personally, that's not sufficient. Um, he would have to go back and undo um, the mess that Jeff Sessions made when he started, even what William Barr is doing right now at the Justice Department in terms of undoing all the consent decrees of every police department that Obama, uh, the Obama administration had under review for doing this very same thing. So we're not just trying to go micro practice by micro practice. We're trying to undo white supremacy as a macro way of doing things. And that requires more than um, little favorable chits that you can cash in in time for an election, it requires a shift in mindset and a shift in systemic um, oppression. So, no, that's not sufficient for me. I think yeah, it's a, I, great, a great thing, but no, that's not sufficient. Yeah, if I saw something like that now, the first thing I would say is like, oh, look at, look at, look at Donald trying to stay out of hell. Yeah. Trying to do one thing to keep him out of hell. And yeah. then I would say, then I would say, oh, that's just a political move because it's, it's close to the election. It's, it's, yeah, it's dream selling season. That's all that would be. Dream selling season. I hope you use that. Do you use that? Normally, I've never heard you say that. That's perfect. Because you don't listen to me all the time. All the time. You don't listen to me. That's just what you that's what you just proved. That's what you just proved to the whole world. You never listen to me. Uh, by the way, when's the last time you said that? I say it all the time. I said, you know, this is dream selling season. They're, they're just, it's, the, it's all about the buying and selling the dream. Can but I listen, take that? Are you going to be sad if I take that? No. Joe Biden did the same thing earlier with that tweet, though. What did he do? Oh, with the with how he responded to the... Well, not only that, but it doesn't even go far enough. He doesn't call for these guys to be charged. And charges are, the, the charges are already being brought up on them. They're not arrested. They're not arrested, but they, what did he say? The charge is going to the grand jury? Oh, yeah. The, but yeah. I'm saying, but he can call for that and he can call for them to be arrested. Why are they free? They killed somebody. They definitely killed somebody, man. Like in cold blood. Because in they were blood. allegedly looking through windows. They said a brother was a star football player, too. Yeah, I saw that. Young man, they not even get to live his life. Life cut short. Because of somebody's fear 
and insecurity of of someone's skin color. Think that about that. Has this. to be. You know, sometimes I think about like the things of like what our ancestors would say about where we are now, and what expectations they would have of us overall in terms of um, shifting like what has to happen, you know, like when they see police brutality, when they see where we are economically, when they see, you know, how folks are suffering from, um, as it relates to the disparities in healthcare, maternal mortality rates, um, education disparities, like with our school, like with, even with our schools, like HBCUs with schools in the black community, public schools and otherwise, like, what would they say? And that's like the one thing that's really been driving me all week. Like, would they be like, did you do everything you can? And right now my answer is no. So I'm like, I owe it to them. Cool Kill 27 says, y'all asking the wrong questions. Well, Cool Kill, ask the question, brother. Don't tell somebody they asking the wrong question. What ask, question? ask the question that you want to hear asked. That's all. And that's yeah. the other thing that pisses me off. Yes, you're right, Vanessa W. McNair. She said the grand jury has to say enough evidence for an arrest trial. That stuff right there pisses me off because we watched. I didn't watch the video. I refused to watch the video, but I. But they didn't. They video. they could have arrested them at the time of his his at the time he was shot. They didn't, and now but it's, it's a, much. But it's a video. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like they could have been chosen to arrest him and press charges. They're not going to do that. G Triller said y'all should take calls. How the hell do you take calls? Take calls? Yeah. I think they don't know how this works. And the, at the grade had a good point, too. People forget that the DA sat on the video for two months. That's, That's the, the No, I didn't forget. Out. That's my whole point. It's just weird. They like, how protected you gotta, them. You, what is that to investigate when you got a whole video? Just like the dude in New York who got the, the officer, Fernando Garcia, who beat up the brother in New York which yeah. I thought was the stupidest shit in the world because I don't understand how you beat somebody up for social distancing. Putting your paws on somebody, slamming them to the ground and sitting on their fucking face is the exact opposite of social distancing. So if you, yeah. if you, if you, if you're trying to give somebody a summon for social distancing, why would you ever put your hands on them? I don't understand. I don't even understand why he still has a job, but even with that, it's like, either. police are like, we're investigating. What is there to investigate? We saw the goddamn video. I don't know. And that's the thing. It's like, anyway, this is the part about it that's triggering for me. I feel like it's the same case with a different person, with a different, in a different city, um, and all of that. So that is like the frustration for me. It's like, why do we have to keep reliving this? What's wrong with being triggered though? Triggered is good, right? I think triggered leads to, triggered leads to action. I think, right? Like you, like, I think when you're triggered, it makes you want to go do something. Sometimes right sometimes what do you mean sometimes i sometimes i'm just like i can't keep dealing with this i understand it's sad i get it even like with some have you seen some of the people who are like i i haven't i won't watch that video so there are people who are, like, who are like i can you please start putting trigger warnings on here like i don't think you understand I how agree. impacts us I totally agree. I, I like the fact that yesterday before Sean King posted that video, he put a disclaimer, even though I wouldn't have watched the video anyway, but I don't think y'all understand how that traumatizes a black man. man. When a black man, when I watch that, like, that shit is traumatizing. Like, when, and when, us too. And, and I think that um, I really believe in ancestral trauma. 
So I think there's something inside of us that it triggers even more because we've dealt with some type of lynching for centuries. 100%. That's what it was. A modern day lynching. I feel like that when I feel I feel like that when I see any black man being shot though. I remember when when, you know, Nipsey got shot last year, God bless the dead. It was the same exact thing. Like I didn't want to watch that video and somebody sent it to me. I didn't know what the fuck it was. Like they just sent it to me as like a you know, somebody will just send you a video. It wasn't a link to nothing. It was just a video. And it was somebody I trust. So I just pressed play. And I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? And I wish I never saw that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just like, all I saw in that video was hurt. All I saw in that video was trauma. All I saw in that video was pain. You don't never forget that. And your mind, like, even, I, I can put myself in the mind of that brother that was jogging through that neighborhood. I can imagine how his heart was racing in that moment. You know what I'm saying? I can imagine what his anxiety felt like in, in that moment. I can imagine him wondering, man, am I even going to get out of this situation? And this shit probably all happened so fucking fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That he didn't even have time to think about it. You know, one minute you jogging, thinking about whatever's on your mind, thinking about whatever you got going on in your life. Might be thinking about finishing this run so you can get home and enjoy some of your mom's good food or something. Next thing you know, you fucking fighting for your life. Against some goddamn white devil cracker man. Oh, yeah, yo. That shit is crazy to me. That shit is like, I don't know. I don't think people understand how traumatizing that is, man. When I see that brother, I see me. When I see that yeah. brother, I see my brothers. I see my my friends. You know what I'm saying? I see my family when I see that young man. Mm-hmm. So I just don't understand. I don't understand how much more people can take. Straight up. That's why I tell all my that's why I tell all my brothers and sisters, man, learn how to shoot. Get you a legal firearm. Fuck that. Straight you didn't up. say get you an illegal, you said get you a legal. Get you a legal firearm. By the way, when you're in a situation like that, I don't give a fuck if it's legal or illegal. Mm-hmm. Leonetta just, just said this and I really agree with her. She said Ooh. Leonetta. Oh. She said the first trauma is seeing the video, then the second trauma comes when people Trauma comes when people dehumanize and victim blame our people. Oof, man. Lord have mercy. It's the worst. Yeah. It's like, that's how you justify somebody's life. That's a whole, you understand what I'm saying? That's a whole life. That's not some goddamn dick. Well, even a deer is a whole life. So I'm not even going to say that, but that's just not like some animal you hunted down for sport. Like that's a, a human being, even though I feel like animals have the right to live too. But yeah. I'm just saying. But it's frustrating like when they make a bigger deal about um an animal death than ours. Cause it's like it minimizes us. And then then they just live in their life like it's goddamn golden in Georgia, whatever part of Georgia they in, just minding their damn business. They woke up this morning. They've been waking up the past two months like it was nothing. Yeah. Eating, drinking, living life laughing. like nothing else happened. Binge watching Tiger King, laughing at their fucking cousins. I've you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This, this this man, this this young man, been in the grave. His family grieving. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Yeah. No, I completely. And and you know, like, there's nothing. I, I don't. I don't even know. That that's when it's bad, right? When you don't even know what to tell people anymore. Like, you don't even know what to say. Because I'm a person that always likes to have optimism. I always like to have hope. But for me, you know, once a life is taken, like. That brother has no more optimism. That brother has no more hope. There's no mm-hmm. coming back. You know? Your phone is like, going out. There's a period at the end huh? of the sentence. No. Can you see me now? Can you see me now? 
It's just going in and out. I can I can see, but I can't hear you as well. The white man. I'm less the concerned without seeing white man. It's the white you are man. Ridiculous. It's no, but your internet, you need some new internet really, really badly. But um yes. I don't know what you were saying. Do you remember what you were saying? No. Oh, the um, people are asking about the lift every voice plan. I was gonna ask you about that. Did we talk about we did talk about that? Tell them. What do you think about it? I think that um, the truth is it is very, 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 very vague. Um, I think that um, it is sad that the campaign waited until um, the primary season was over. Um, I think it is important that we realize that we are fully able Um that we're fully able to um, provide a list of demands that we require, things that we want addressed. And I'm just not sure who they consulted um, in developing the agenda because all of the people that I spoke to hadn't heard from them in shaping the agenda. So um, I think it, well, it's not, it, well, leaves it's a, it leaves a lot to be desired. I can say that in, in, with more brevity. So it's not enough, basically. I don't think so. Uh, well, it's it, like I like like I said it's a it's a work he said it's a working a living what he said a living document basically. Okay, well. Well, we got but that's where we come into play, right? Not just us, but just other you know black people who have you know voices or they have a a a, a into some of these people like you know you got to put your demands on paper, right? You know what's sad about it though? What it was um. There were a lot of rookie mistakes made in the rollout of this, like a lot of rookie mistakes. And all that means is that there's a team of people there who could have done different if they would have asked questions like asking for help. If you don't know how to do something well, ask for help. And I think why do you call it the lift every voice shit? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a rookie mistake. (laughs) They should have just called it the swag surf. It's a, it's a, it's, um, the swag surf agenda for, for black it's, folks. It's just, it's unfortunate because it trivializes the severity of the thing from the outset. You see what Van said? Van said we get it the way we like it or we don't give them the vote. I think the bottom line is they have to get it the way we like it. They just are going to have to. They're just going to have to. You should explain to me, um, a com- you should not, not to me, but you should explain to the people a conversation I've heard you and a couple of other very intelligent people have. Uh, not your both. phone is going because out again. Joe Biden and Trump were the top of the ticket. Oh my God! Can you hear me now? Wait, say it again. You said I should do what? You said I should do I what about the, the top the of the ticket? I said the name of the the Joe Biden Black Agenda should be lift every slave ship. Because it's a rising tide and lifts all boats agenda. But no, remember you said that um, you was talking to me about voting and uh, how even if people don't vote top of the ticket, they should vote down ballot. Um, so first, what I, what I really believe right now is that if people are seeking our votes, they need to meet us where we are, which requires that... Um, it requires that our needs might have to be met. And I believe that that has to be the case at all levels. I believe that every single candidate 
whether they're a local, um, they're in running in a, in a municipal race or they're running at the federal level, they need to seek out your vote by um, meeting your needs. I think the one thing that people don't understand um, or they have a limited understanding about it is um, we are taxpayers. And as taxpayers, you pay the salaries of the people who are in office, whether you voted for them or not. Period. And so that means that they have to meet us where we are. They have to, they have to meet our demands. That ain't what you was telling me about the down ballot. I don't I don't support like again, I don't support telling people not to vote. So that's where you and I diverge a little bit. That's what I'm asking you to have the conversation about. You tell Oh, me, I'm tell, sorry, then I misunderstood the, the question. Down ballot. Um, just one second, I'm sorry. Yeah. Niggas done did a kick though. Sorry. Okay. What'd you say? Talk. Tell people about the down ballot. When you, what do you when you're saying tell people about the down ballot? What are you What are you saying? The other things you can vote for. Oh, that's what I thought I just did. I'm saying that like there's so for me, um, some of the most important races that we have are the state legislatures coming up this year. There's something called redistricting that happens every ten years. It's tied to the census and who we elect this election. Are you listening? Yes, I am. Go ahead. Okay. If we um if we're inactive at this election, when redistricting comes up, there are people who draw lines for congressional districts and state legislative districts, and they'll draw us out. They'll draw the line so that we don't have that much black representation. And so some of those things are super, super important um, in getting your voices heard. Not only that, but you think about initiatives like it was on the ballot in Florida the last cycle to help ensure that people who committed felonies and were returning citizens could reclaim their or regain their right to vote. I think those things are equally as important. And so even if you're frustrated with the top of the ticket right now and you're like, you know, I really don't know where I'm going to go. I understand that. I'm saying I don't think it's a good idea to sit out because there are people like Congresswoman Maxine Waters or um, Congresswoman Karen Bass or you think about Ayanna Presley and Ilhan Omar and AOC. Those people and Rashida, those people would not be in office if folks stayed at home because they didn't believe their votes counted. And I love the squad here for the squad. Um, And I just I just think about that all the time. Like there are so many people who are really doing the work that we don't get to see all the time because their voices are in the minority. What if we gave them a little more support? You know, then they end up having colleagues in office who are working towards a similar agenda and towards a similar goal. And then we get our needs met through the political process a whole lot sooner. I still think we should be working on this. So so, so you're telling me that we don't get our needs met because we don't show them no support? No, I'm saying that um, out of 435 House seats in the United States House and out of 100 seats in the Senate, which is 535 total, we right now represent about 10% of the House, maybe 11% in the House, and only have three Black people in the Senate. So right so you, now, so when you say support, you mean vote more people in the Senate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. So that those are the kinds of things that I'm that I'm talking about. So those are that's what I mean when I say if we go and vote our interests, right? Then we have people who are demanding our interests with, that have the power of the vote. That's all. Who is in here? Put all these pictures on here. This is so weird. I, I get it. I just um. No, I, I get everything you're saying. I just, 
it just kind of bothers me when it feels like the burden is always on us. I agree with do, that too. To, to, to do to do right by them, as opposed to the burden being on our elected officials to do right by us. That seems so ass backwards to me. Mm-hmm. I under- I definitely understand that. I think that um, it should not just be on us. I think that part of the burden. Um, well, I won't say I that. Think, I don't think it should ever be on us. No, but I believe I believe that. Um, in order to be an active participant in a political process is not a burden. It's a responsibility. Like, I don't want you choosing on my behalf. I want to have my voice heard as it relates to voting, as it relates to calling a member to tell them what bill they're not going to pass. If they want my support, as it relates to what uh, things I want them to introduce. Right. Like, I want that power. And for me, it's not just about having um Someone who uh, it's not just about the vote. I to me, the vote is the first thing that we can do. It's not the only thing we can do. You know, it's it's yeah, one mean, of the, one of the tools. For majority of us, that's the only power we have, right? Because like you can have a conversation with you know somebody like Byron Allen. Byron mm-hmm. Allen helps fund presidential campaigns, right? Or uh, just campaign. Your phone went out. Me. Your phone went out. Your phone went out. You said, "What about presidential campaigns?" I said Byron Allen is a is a brother who actually funds certain. Pre- he funds presidential campaigns. Or he funds certain campaigns in general. So therefore, his le- he can ask for legislation in a different way than I can, and and that's that's a different level of political power. But for those of us who aren't funding somebody's campaign and just have our vote, how do we use our vote as leverage? How do we use our vote as power? If we just give it away. I I love that. And I think therein lies the thing, right? We have to be more strategic about how we use our political power. And I would argue that it's not about um, a one-off, right? Like if it's just you or if it's just me and we don't have the ability to donate, um, make to make donations to campaigns, um, what we should be doing is figuring out how to unite a coalition, Right. So that we because sometimes if you have enough people, that's just as powerful, if not way more so than the power of a, of a political contribution. Um, and so to that end, like we should be trying to mobilize a group, a large cohort of um, people who can support an agenda. And I think that 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 applies to our economics. It applies to education. It applies to healthcare, It applies to taxes. It applies to so much. But we won't even mobilize around that because we'll be like, I don't like that they put the comma right there. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is. It's like there are so many ways that we can mobilize um, and engage politically that are not just the vote. But I think voting is is a part of it. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something. And I've been yeah. telling you this for the past week and some change. The only way you're going to get people engaged is if you get give them something to be enthused about. I agree with it's that. It's really just that simple. Like, I, I agree don't with get that. it. Like, you, you got to give, you got to give people something to be enthused about. Yeah, you know what I mean. Other, other, other communities are engaged because they actually have things. There's things on the table presented to them. Yeah, but you know <laughs> what? There's things. There's things on the on the table presented to them because. Hold on. They're come here. What are you doing? Come here, Sophie. Go ahead. <laughs> She don't even got no dog, yo. I'm telling you, that shit is imaginary. That's just, she just some cuckoo shit. I promise you. It's not even a real dog. It's like a mechanical. You ever seen that little mechanical dog? Be quiet. Okay, so what I was saying was, what I was trying to say was, um, what were we talking about? 
You was talking oh, about Democrats not doing there are shit things for presented to them. Yeah, there are a lot of people who um who actually get agendas presented to them on behalf of other groups. Like you know this because you were sending me the thing about the progressives, the how the, there was a, a group of the progressives. young progressive. Yeah, it was a bunch of young progressives. There were seven different groups actually. They were supporting Bernie Sanders when Bernie Sanders dropped out. They all presented a letter of demands. That's what they called it, a letter of demands to Joe Biden. And they said that, look, you know, um, we're not just going to vote for you in November. You got to earn our vote. They was like, you know, these are our, these are our list of demands. And if you don't meet these demands, then, you know, we're not going to vote for you. And they said, you're going to need our help to beat Trump. It's, all, it's a group of young white progressives. And I sat there and I read them articles and I said, damn. Mm-hmm. First of all, why are they more organized? Right. <laughs> Why are they so organized in a lot of a lot of folks that I know, number one? And number two, ain't nobody tripping off them because they demanded something. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. I think that we have to be able to comfortably or you know, it could be uncomfortable uncomfortable, but we need to be able to shift into knowing that like we have every right to demand something. Every right. So that votes a quid pro quo. Simple as that. Yeah, agree. Y'all, they, 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 I don't know how to think. How does thing cut us off yet? It amazes me how you got them. You have you have uh, young interns that don't even want to work for free, but y'all will run out there and vote for free like a motherfucker. Yeah, I think you should so, definitely be requiring something of your vote. I'm with that a hundred percent. We working on stuff. We working on stuff. We gonna have stuff. We're gonna, we we gonna make these. We gonna make these folks proud. Salute to big homie VA77. He said, I'm trying to open a mental health hospital for kids in North Carolina, and I would love to chop it up with you in regards of a level system for the youth. Mental health is real. Salute. Hit my DM, King. You know, I'm always down for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shanti Dodds. See, that's God right there. That ain't nothing but God. Salute to Shanti Dodds. Silence to shame. You know, it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Shanti Dodds is somebody that's always out there doing the work. So, brother, hit me in my DM. I'm always, any, any cause... That has to do with getting brothers mentally healthy. I'm all for it. Because, boy, if we don't need it. Because, Lord, have mercy if we don't get goddamn re-traumatized every single day. As soon as you get to a... As soon as it seems like you get to a moment of peace as a black man in America, it is something that will re-trigger your trauma. I mean, every single... I mean, it. when I say it never fails, it never fails. I'm talking about as soon as you get to that... That 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 euphoric feeling of peace where you can just exhale for one second. Boom. Here you go. Get yes. reminded that you black. Being black and white is a real thing. You're gonna get black. reminded of that every day. Being black, being black and paranoid in America is real. Like you just there's no way you can go to sleep and not think about that brother Ahmad tonight. Yeah. There's just no way. You and that's why I didn't watch the video. Yeah, you shouldn't. Not, I didn't watch the video not because I don't want to think about the brother. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about. I don't want to see. I don't. Want, why I hate? Why do I want to see somebody losing their life? I never understood that. I don't get that shit. Like I, even when people used to watch like those those snuff films and shit. It's like why do y'all want to watch people losing their life? That shit makes no sense to me. And when when those videos come out, why do we send them shit to each other? I think that sometimes <laughs> people are like in shock and disbelief, and then. They just want to be like, you know, can you believe this? And I think that to to the point, I know I just said that I can't watch it because I'm I'm just scared to be that trigger. But like people are like, I, I know I need to do something. And sometimes they're immobilized by like, I don't know what to do. 
And so they send it like, can you believe this? Because they want someone to share in what is righteous anger and probably get some type of nudge about what to do different so that it doesn't keep happening. Um, I don't think that we're as good at the latter, but I understand why. I just also wish that this could be the end of it, that we don't keep seeing this, you know? Somebody, it's too cool. I keep seeing people put this in the comments. Another Mm -hmm. black man in Indianapolis was just gunned down from the police. I keep seeing that. I don't know if that's that's true. When did it happen? I don't know. I've seen that a few times since we've been on. I just wasn't, I mean, I was paying it attention, but you know, it's the internet, so I wasn't paying it too much attention. But you know, um, I just think that when those videos come out, we should send them to the people that Doughboy was talking about in Boys in the Hood. The people that don't know, don't show, and don't give a damn about what's going on in the hood. We know what's going on. We know what's going on in the black community. I don't know if we need, why we don't need these constant reminders of the trauma and, and you know, the, the, the war that's going on outside against us. Send them to the people that actually, and they said the Shade Room just posted it. Posted actually, what? What happened? See, this said, I see one that says that, that a South Bend a police officer is justified in shooting death, but that was March 6th. Shade Room, let me look. Did, did you notice that we've been on here for 72 minutes and it didn't cut off? 72 minutes? Yeah, Indianapolis police are investigating an officer-involved shooting that was captured on Facebook Live. Oh, Lord. Investigating another goddamn murder that the world saw. John the Don. <laughs> Jesus. I saw another case earlier today where a, a white dude, a white, he actually got charged, but he got charged with like second degree murder. Some white dude shot a black dude because mm-hmm. the black dude was like 10 feet away from him and he got he said he got scared yeah that was um he was uh he was scared he said he saw that the man was reaching in his waistband so he what? shot him. but you listen we don't hear them stories about black people shooting white people and i'm scared to death of them goddamn devils sometimes like so why 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 am i not reaching for my shit when they come around we're not, we, we not killing we're not killing them they killing us. So why? Can you clarify? You not calling our white people devils because you have white friends and you have allies that you know are no, not. I don't. Have, I don't have to clear that up because if they my friends and they my allies and they know exactly what the fuck I mean. I'm, I'm saying because earlier you said that you think that those who are allies should use that same language to talk about white supremacists. Absolutely, and, and they should. I'm just telling the people who relate. What is anything listen. else you want to talk about? Are you tired of talking yet? We got homework. What's the homework? We got to read. Yeah, I'm going to read that tonight. I'm excited I'm, about that. I'm reading, I'm, reading, I'm reading Deepak Chopra's Better Human right now. It is? Well, you have, a, you have a tip from there. How can I be a better human? Give me one idea. You know, it's called Meta Human. Oh, Meta Human. I thought meta you said human, meta meta human. human. Meta Human is the next evolution of where we are now as a species. If we are allowed to get there and the white man don't kill us first. You're a lot today. I'm not a Oh, I'm a lot. White man out here killing us 100 miles per hour, beating us up in the streets whenever he wants to. Been doing this shit since we got here, but I'm a lot. Y'all yes, we just know. talked about the unarmed black man um, shot in Indianapolis. Did he die? I saw on the thing it said that he was shot. Did he die? I'm going to be honest with you, man. Today has just reminded me why I hate Queen and Slim. Why you hate Wings? Why I hate Queen and Slim. Today is reminding me why I fucking hated Queen and okay. Slim. Okay, all right, let's log off. Because let's log off. She was a goddamn lawyer. What is that supposed got, to mean? Who got shot by the police? 
And the best idea she could think of was the fucking run. Are you never mad at me? You an attorney, right? Yes. If you got shot by the police, say, say, say you was driving in the car with your homie and you got shot by the police after this man pulled the gun on your homie, you watched the tussle, he shot you. Would you, would that be your thing? You wouldn't call nobody from the firm? You wouldn't call no, you an attorney now. Queen was an attorney. You ain't gonna call nobody from your firm and say, look, I just got shot by a cop. Nothing. I feel like in her defense, before in, she, in Queen's defense, her name wasn't even Queen in the movie, but they, they didn't even call it that. In Queen's defense, she um was afraid that she was black she was first. Afraid she was she is black first, then an attorney. She got shot. Yeah, she did nothing. She ain't fight the cop. She but just like but just like there. just like you had to just be like, you're an attorney, ain't you? He didn't know. He didn't care. No, he was trying to bring her back to reality because he was probably in a state of shock. He the one should been traumatized. No, he I'm talking about the, the officer cop. who shot her. Huh? The officer shot her in the Either leg. Either way, all I'm simply saying is Queen and Slim was garbage. And today is a prime example of that. Leonetta okay. wanted me to remind you she was also in the South. That's where this man got shot. Anyway, the point is this. She was the, not in the South when she got shot. Where was she? She was in the Midwest. They were? Yes, he was in the Midwest when um when Queen got shot. Where were they? The, I oh, don't remember. But weren't they Cleveland. in Ohio? It was in Ohio. Cleveland. Yeah, yep. it was Ohio. Leonetta, you're giving me misrepresented facts. Disinformation. All I'm saying is if I was an attorney and I got shot, that would not be my first plane to run. I don't care how good that movie looked. Because it looked for it looked fabulous. Yeah, that cinematography the plot was, was fire. Ridiculous. The plot was ridiculous, man. Come on. Okay, well, let's move on because I didn't know we was about to turn into it. <laughs> but you know what else really pissed me off? Oh, my God. That is why it should have had a happy ending. Why the fuck they couldn't make it to the plane? Can you stop spoiling it for the people that didn't see it? <sighs> that should have made over 100 plus you need it. You, you need to eat. Why couldn't so Queen and Slim make it to the plane? It's a Can you fictional please movie. Stop why can't we even have a happy ending in a fictional movie? Why not? Sir, sir. sir Y'all know I'm right. Y'all please, know I'm right. Can Y'all you know please I'm right. take your hangry ass and get some food? I can't deal with this anymore today. Somebody said I haven't seen it. Log off because he's telling it all. Log off. All somebody just said is. thanks for ruining it. All you guys need to log off. I just tried to help you. He's in a movie. Uh, by the way, he's gonna keep going. Log off. No, as terrible as that movie was, if they would have got on the plane and got away, I'd have been happy as fuck. I'd have told everybody that shit was the greatest movie in the world. And my plot line would have been: they, the dude, they beat up a cop. The guy killed the cop. They went on the run and got away. I think that what you're trying to say is not that it was a terrible movie; it's that it was depressing. No, it was a terrible fucking. movie. All right, let's move. And on. And it was depressing. Let's let's move on. What um? What are you gonna eat for dinner? I have no idea. Do you want to know? Do you want to know something that I made yesterday that I was excited about? What? I made mac and cheese that had lobster, crab meat, and shrimp in it, and it was so good. And guess what I'm about to eat? Some of that. Well, and I made fried turkey chops. Remember, like pork chops back in the day, but I don't eat no pork. So turkey chops. Well, go enjoy your food. 
Uh, thank you all for joining us today on Sibling Rivalry. Yes. We appreciate you. Um, as soon as this quarantine is over, we will deliver these in a proper po- podcast format. With better okay. internet from Lenard and better hairlines. Absolutely. Did you, oh, you, you said what? Did you see what I posted of you before? My hair growing, though. I've been putting Monistat 7. No, it's not. No. <laughs> you put Monistat. God damn it. That's exactly what you did. You put a Monistat, set, Monistat 7. No, I've been putting, I've been putting Monistat 7 and Jamaican castor oil in my hair. Well, you about to be bald for real. I thought it was growing, but I like it. It might catch on fire, actually. What? If you put Monistat 7 and castor oil in your hair, that shit might catch on fire because it's already Man, like, I can't wait look to like get friction. Goddamn haircut, it look like friction. You know what your Damn, hair look, you know what your hairline look you know what your hair look like? Dissension what? in the black community. I'm t- <laughs> No you <laughs> No goddamn unit. This holes all through the fucking community. You hear me? This patches. <laughs> oh, listen, I'm gonna tell you something. What? If this shit's still going on by my birthday, I'm going to give me a haircut. I don't give a fuck. No, I'm just not. gonna pay. I'm gonna pay my barber ties. New times gonna pay him extra money to come take this risk. Fuck that. I'm no. not bringing in my birthday like this on June 29th. Fuck that. Yes, you are. Why don't you learn how to shave your own beard? Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay. Well. All right. Blessings. Sibling rivalry. Love Peace. you, brother. Love you too, sister. Bye. Okay, you guys. Have a good one. Thank you for tuning in. Be blessed. I'm done. My brain is fried. I'm tired. I'm tired. Bye, guys. Bye, peeps.